When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And I was an extra on New Girl. Were you really? Yes. Hey, how you doing, buddy? Well, that was a very good impression. Yeah. Yo, bro, that was <laughs> amazing. Every day of season one and two, I thought I was going to get fired. The cat tries to scratch me. I'll duck, block, knock his ass out. Like, <laughs> as you as, should. As one would do. As you should. Zoe Kravitz would call me a lot and want to date me a lot. Baby, I'm sorry. Where, where were you when you got the call that you got it? I broke down in tears, man. Crying the whole way home. On the phone with my mom. All the hard work, I said, yeah, this makes sense. What's up, guys? Welcome back to The George Janko Show. Today, we have an amazing guest, Lamorne Morris. He is from New Girl, who plays Winston Bishop. Very excited. This is one of my favorite sitcoms to ever exist. Let's stop wasting time and get right into today's episode. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Mm, mm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Really Just, good. Did you open up one for him as well? So, unless you want to share with us and you don't mind. What is this? Communion? You <laughs> 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 just pass this Celsius bowl around and then You know what coming from Georgie who like will literally if somebody puts their hands in his fries, he gives them the rest of the fries. Oh, I wasn't gonna yeah. drink it back after you. I was yeah, just gonna like, let you drink it. it. I'll let you get our backwash. I'm not <laughs> getting yours. <laughs> Cheers. 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 It's really good. Mmm. See, when something's too good, I go, there ain't nothing but the devil. <laughs> I don't know if we can say that. <laughs> damn, damn, this shit is good. <laughs> right? New flavor. Okay, Celsius. No, this Man. is actually really good. Yeah. We'll, we'll jump into this later. Yeah. Uh, before we jumped in, uh, he goes, can I, can I use your bathroom real quick? And I go, absolutely. We have a beautiful guest uh-huh. bathroom. But my cat took the ugliest shit ever. And I was so humiliated that I jumped over, smacked my toe. I'm trying to get it out. And I'm like, he probably doesn't smell it. I turn around. He's like, what the he's fuck? He's like, Woo! Bro, I, bro I, I smelled it outside. <laughs> I was like, they take big shits in this place. <laughs> and then I see the... Then, so, so then I, you, you show me the bathroom upstairs. Yeah, that's Simi's right? bathroom. Yeah. I go up there. I, I, no, I, didn't, I didn't take a big shit. I just <laughs> urinated. Just a little tinkle. Um, and the cat, the one who left the load downstairs, Leonardo DiCatrio, Thank you. was up there staring at me, <laughs> giving me the evil eye. Like, oh, you son of a bitch. You thought you, you outplayed me. <laughs> Joke's on you. I shit in your car. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Did you get along with the cat that was on set? In the beginning, no. In the really? Because be- he, was, he was lazy, you know, and I, and I like a hard worker. Uh, he was a real lazy piece of shit, and he would he would scratch a lot. He was because you can't predict what mood they're in sometimes. And when you're doing a scene in the middle of a scene, all of a sudden he would just kind of look at you and go, "No, yeah, oh my god." So then what they did was they were like, "Okay, we can put these little rubber tips on the claws." Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen those. And then I heard that that those hurt the cats. Like they don't feel good, um, so I was like, "This, this is scrap it. Let's not do the the tips. I don't want. I, I'll just be aware if the cat tries to scratch me, I'll duck, block, knock his ass out. Like that's what <laughs> as you as, should, as one would do. As you should, <laughs> I got instincts. 
But then they were they they came up with the with the with the idea, a brilliant idea. They created a replica cat. So only in the wide shots when the cat's moving around do we have our real cat. But when the cat's close to me and the coverage is just my face and you can see the cat kind of a little bit, then we have the fake cat. Because more often than not, that cat would scratch. I'm an animal allergic too. Mm. <laughs> I was like always fucked up when that cat was around. <laughs> when you read it in the script, were you like, what the fuck is this? No, honestly, I was like, cool, I'm down. Because my character does a lot of weird shit. You know? Yo, I want to get into that. I want to get into that. I, we're gonna, I want, there's so many stops I want to take on this ride. Um, mm -hmm. First of all, for those of you guys that don't know, New Girl is one of my favorite TV shows. Like, it really is up there with friends for me. Like, I'm uh, not even, nice. and I'm not just gassing you because you're here. Yeah. It really, we, we're, we're back on season six, which nice. I want to ask you, why are you guys all jacked season six? <laughs> yeah. All of you guys are yeah. jacked. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. there is an answer to this? Th there's an answer or no, but that was one of them. There is, I, I want to say for that in particular, so Max Greenfield was always, always in shape. That's, uh, that's what you mean by Jack? Yes. Max Greenfield, who plays Schmidt, He's been in shape since day one. Like mm -hmm. he's a he's a workout enthusiast, enthusiast, takes care of his body, eats right, does all the things he needs to do, right? That's just day in, day out routine. Uh, me and Jake Johnson, not so much. You know, uh, it's the exact opposite, in fact. You know what I mean? <laughs> kind of lay around a little bit, you know, drink. <laughs> kind of yeah. just like, what can I lay my belly on today? Like that kind of thing. <laughs> Playing games like, oh, when I wake up in the morning, am I able to see my penis because my belly might be in the way? Like, hey, bro, I know what that feels <laughs> like, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. little, oh, that's so funny. Today yeah. in the shop, I'm losing weight. I go, hey, big yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. What's up, players? <laughs> you do it, dog. You about to put in work this yeah. year? <laughs> Possibly. Maybe. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, so Jake, I want to say it was Jake who had done a movie with Tom Cruise during that time, like right before that. So he he got in shape. He got in a lot of shape because Tom was forcing him to work out. And so I think maybe I just was kind of like, well, I can't be the last person left to help. So I'm going to treat my body better. And then on some little bit of muscle. You guys all looked nice. great. Yeah. No, thank you. I, we were speculating. We're like, because it was, yeah, Jess came back and she was, you know, jacked. Mm. And then, like, all, mm. all of you guys were just all in shape, but like super great shape all at the same time. We yeah. were like making up all these theories. <laughs> well, Zoe and Hannah, they also, uh, they just take care of themselves better. <laughs> like, they just have always been like, you know, taking care of themselves. It's, mm -hmm. it's never been an issue for them. Um, and uh, like I said, just for Jake and I, it was like a, a thing it was like we got to really figure this out before we lose our careers you you, you never you never looked out of shape to me ever yeah in the show you never did um there were some times where i was i think maybe season four season five i think season <laughs> five i think season five was when i realized i had a little bit of money and i was just kind of like oh shit like i'm gonna go out every night and every night i'm gonna drink and party and you know, hang out and kick it. Mm -hmm. And I got so lazy. I'm not gonna lie to you. That was the one. You got comfortable, but you I worked for it. I worked for it, but it was too comfortable. It was too. It was comfortable to the point where I didn't like how I looked on camera. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, did you Did you feel tired all the time? Yeah, that's how it would happen yeah. to me. Tired and depressed. All yeah. The time. I had a moment on, go ahead. Tony Robbins, when we were talking, he mm -hmm. said, if you take 10 people that are depressed and put them all in the gym, eight people will come out not depressed anymore. Yeah, dude. There's, what is it? Uh, serotonin? Yeah, serotonin or, yeah. and dopamine. Yeah, it's something because I was, I had a, the Prince episode during that week, I want to say. Jake and I were talking and I, I would have these moments when I was on set 
where I would have to leave this. I would have to leave set and go to my trailer, not joking, because I was crying, and I had no idea why. Like I didn't. I, it was nothing to be depressed about. I was everything was good. I was like, what the fuck is happening? You, you just know? felt like kind of. It was a heavy weight. Like it was. I almost felt like somebody poisoned me. Mm. with something i was like what the fuck is and it was going on for like two months and i never told anybody and i was <clears> in a dark place i would go home and just like sleep and not kick it not hang out i would avoid hanging out with people and one day i was on set and we're shooting this flashback um with uh, jake and i were dressed like prince like we're just like band members or something like that and and like i just was like trying to like stay in the moment stay in the bit and i just started crying i was like give me a second and then he like followed me to my trailer. It was like, what the fuck is going on with you? And I told him, I was like, dude, I don't know. I was just like, this shit sucks. And he's like, what? I was like, everything. I don't know why. I don't. I just. And he, he kind of like just talked to me a little bit about getting a therapist and you know meditation and taking care of myself more. And uh, and I did that. Haven't been since. You know what I mean? Depressed since. But once I just started eating differently. Mm-hmm. Amen. It's your it's yeah. your body, dude. Yeah. And I'm so glad you're you're vulnerable enough to talk about this mm-hmm. because I went through this and mm-hmm. it is the worst thing to because let's put it this way. We're gonna time travel back to when you started acting. Love time travel. But <laughs> I know a guy who didn't want. Yeah. For real? No. <laughs> I don't know if he is like I know a guy who claims. I didn't say it's I'm for so real. Sorry about her. But you know a guy who claims you know, he time traveled. There's you know crazy people. Everybody in the audience is like, now nah, I get why she's dating George. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tell kidding. me I'm not right. There's people who will be like who claim things like that. I don't know if you met someone crazy. Go on. No, we might cut that. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, but, but you worked for the position you're in, and in mm-hmm. the worst part is when you're in that position, you think you're going to be at your peak happiness and then you realize you're worse than you were when you were chasing it yeah. and it's all because of your temple yeah. we, I got lazy I was able to eat out and not worry when the bill comes right. and I was able to go get the dessert I was able to sleep in yeah. I was able to miss the gym yeah. I was able to do all this stuff but discipline on telling yourself hey just because you can doesn't mean you should right. turn my life around Right. so I'm glad that you it took you one conversation to figure yeah. out what you needed to do yeah man the discipline was is was the toughest part because you're not used to doing it like mm-hmm. i wasn't prior to being successful in television and and I, prior to that i was having a lot of fun on the journey you know what i mean i was working hard i was auditioning my ass off i was in class i was doing shows at night i was doing theater i was grinding my ass off and i was happy with that like i was in a happy space because I was, even though a lot of it wasn't successful, I was doing the thing that I love doing the most. So it wasn't like a hard day at work because I'm literally fucking around with friends, telling jokes, playing a character on stage while I'm wearing makeup and dancing around in a costume. And I'm going like, <laughs> this can't be that stressful. And at the time it wasn't, mm. even though it was a grind, it wasn't. And the moment but so to be so during that phase, it, I wasn't looking at it like you have to have discipline to stay the course. I was looking at it like, oh, dude, what I'm doing is working. It's fun. I'm kicking it. And I was always and was always building to something else. So the moment I got there, I didn't know I was in a whole different realm. Now I'm like, OK, the ballpark that I'm in now is keeping it and building on that. That gets which frustrating. I, yeah, it's like you work so hard to make it and then you make it and you go. 
wait, what? Nobody taught me about this shit. Like, yes. I don't have any celebrity friends like that who's going to drop knowledge on me like that. Like, <laughs> I don't, uh, fuck. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do now? Mentorship was a crazy blessing for me mm -hmm. when people let me know about that before I got to where I need to go. Yeah. Um, what it, okay, so for, okay, the biggest thing that I heard you say was like, I think your biggest blessing is the fact that you're having so much fun in your grind stage. Yeah. I know too many people that are miserable waking up every day trying to get to their goal and you were the exact opposite you're like i'm having a blast yeah and when i got there now things started kind of getting a little complicated yeah you mastered the complication by meditation and mm -hmm. taking care of your body but yeah. before we get into the success of new girl how did you get to that position and where were you from uh, so from Chicago and I, from the South side of Chicago, that's right. I'm not the South side, but I'm from Chicago. Chicago. Hey, what part? What part? <laughs> uh, Skokie and Des Plaines. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's not North, really Chicago, yeah, but people, yeah. I call, I call it Chicago. Oh my God. <laughs> I call Chicago. Chi Rock. Uh, you was there, you know, you were in the vicinity. I left when I was four. <laughs> hey, but I go back for holidays once in a while. <laughs> it's too cold. I can't I do it. I think I like the Bulls, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a game once on TV. I never did. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when he walked in, he talked to me. He goes, you know this thing about the documentary with the basketball? And I'm just like this. I'm like, George, don't start it off by not being a man. No, like, like, nope. just nod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hoops, am I right? <laughs> I'm good at basketball. Uh, are you? So yes, good. Yeah. I'm very good but at it. But you don't watch it. Nah. Cause I get jealous. I'm like, come on, put me in. Now we got. Now I got to test that theory. No, 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 put me to the test. Now I got to test that theory for sure. Mm. <laughs> Damn, ain't no hoop. Okay. <laughs> we had a hoop outside. Yeah. Oh yeah, we used to. Have Whenever a you want a ball, I'm ready. Hey, bro, please. I, I well, I just turned forty. So, dude, my, my body. Wow, you look you don't, amazing. You look so good, bro. Thank you. Hey, ladies, I just turned forty. <laughs> I just. Uh, <laughs> I'm single. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, well, he just made Simi fall down. Uh, and now, okay, she's gone. Jessica hit the couch. Damn, man. I wish I had a look like that. Good for you. Good for uh, you. So, no. Um, uh, no. Uh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> so, you're, you're from Chicago. So Chicago from okay, Chicago. I decided that. Uh, I actually decided basketball wasn't the way I was going to go. I thought I was going to play basketball. Oh, you were that up. good? When I was younger, younger. Like when I was like much younger, I'm talking like seventh, eighth grade. I was like, this is what I'm going to do in high school. Mm. This is what I'm going to, you know. So when we, I'd switch schools um, and went to, we'd moved to a town called Glen Ellen, um, DuPage County, out the, you know, about 40 minutes away from the south side. We went there and uh, I did not make the team. Mm. And I was like, I thought I was, I thought I was, and I was good enough to make the team. I didn't make the team. I don't know why, but. It wasn't meant for you. It wasn't. And, and I, and, you know, I started watching, I started, I started seeing where my happiness lied. I loved playing basketball with my friends, but in an organized, structured situation where it was like critical, like don't drop the pass, like don't fuck up, like coaches are yelling at you. You like pressure. Yeah. I was like, that shit right there. Uh, I don't know. That's, that's too good. <laughs> I just want to fucking play. Mm -hmm. And. So then I switched it up. I started doing theater. And I was like, this is... Wait, but why? How did you go from playing basketball to theater? Like, is there somebody in your family? Is it something you wanted to do when you were a kid? Like, Well, I was always silly. I could tell you that much. I was always silly. My mom is funny. My mom, you know, my grandfather is funny. I've only met him twice. But 
in you know I met him in his old age and he was just dropping like joke after joke after joke uh-huh. and my mom has always been that way my mom prank phone calls me my no mom, way oh my gosh yeah. my mom <laughs> sends me weird pictures and weird videos of going like, like doing <laughs> just just she's silly you know what I mean yeah. super funny I love it. and so I I when I said I was doing theater I wanted to go into theater she was all about it you know what I mean? because that was a dream of hers that she never got to to live, you know, she got pregnant at an early age, you know, when she was 19, she got married and, mm. and just kind of started taking care of kids and working, you know, mm. so she never did it. So when I did it, she was super excited about it and encouraging. She would drive me to my auditions, Love things that. like that. Um, and I, and, and in Chicago, it's such a, it was at the time, it was such a small pool of folks doing it that I kind of, I, I kind of saw my, I saw my path before it happened. I was like, envisioned it. I yeah, like I knew, like I I got familiar with who all the casting directing casting directors were. I got familiar with all the things that were happening in Chicago. Mm. I got familiar with what was happening in New York, also in L.A., also in like Canada, and I started just kind of researching all these things, and just started asking myself what I wanted to do, and then asking my mentors at the time. At the time, I had mentors at a place called Second City. Oh, that was a great class. Yeah. So I left. So I started doing theater, went to college for theater. um, And and, and at the time, simultaneously, I was going to Second City. Just just because. Somebody, a guy named Chris Witoski, I did a a, a comedy show with him. He's on The Bear. He's great on The Bear. Oh, The Bear is so good. Yeah. I mean, and this guy, Chris, was one of the funniest people you'll ever meet. And he, you know, he was encouraging of, of doing continuously doing sketch and comedy and I, I didn't know what to do so I would ask all these questions okay what do I do now and they go oh you should check out a place called Second City okay uh, go on to Second City like okay what do I do now my mentors there Deanna Griffin and David Pompey they're like you gotta get an agent I'm like okay how do I get an agent yeah. to like get a headshot I'm like the fuck is a headshot <laughs> <laughs> like oh it's a photograph of yourself so you can send it to casting directors Every step of the way, I asked a very specific question. How do I do this? How do I do this? How do I do that? And I got answers, and so I just did it on the most basic level. Mm. I got headshots, and I sat with those headshots for a year before I ever got a chance to use them. I was like, what do I do with these? They're like, send them out to casting directors and agents. And I was like, all right, so I'm doing that. (laughs) No one's calling me back. And so finally, I just had to like... Grinded out, walked walked into one of the agencies and was like, "Hey, uh, about a month ago, I sent you guys my uh, headshot and resume. Half my resume was bullshit. It was yeah. just like I was lying. I made up everything. Oh, that's so funny. You know what I mean? Like I, it's so I, I was extra in a movie and I said I was in it. <laughs> I was like, uh, so then they signed me, and then the rest was history. Because at that point in Chicago, I just started moving. I just started booking everything, you know, and then it it worked out." When did when did you do incredible. extras? Ooh, two th- I want to say probably like twenty twenty like two thousand two, two thousand one, two thousand in Chicago. In Chicago, did you love it? Being an extra, uh, no. You know why? I, I did- loved being an extra. You know why I hated it? Why? Because of the food. Oh, let me tell you something. I did this movie called Wicker Park, right? Josh Hartnett, Rose Byrne, and it was a great. It was like a. I really loved that movie. And I, I, I'm just an extra in it. And I remember it's freezing in Chicago. And finally they call lunch. I'm like, oh, lunch. Such a big line of extras ready to get their rations. 
felt like I was at a fucking refugee camp trying to get food oh, and shit. No. Shaking, oh, fucking, and walking like, ah, just trudging along, really trying to get <laughs> trying to get some sustenance from my frail little body at the time. It was very dainty. And so I go there, and all I see is, the, all that's left is a big-ass tin with, like, a handful of, like, fry tips. You know what French fries, when the, the ends break off? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The crumbs? Yeah. That's all that was left in there. No. I'm, I shit you not. That's very different from my experiences. Because <laughs> I don't know why they gave you that. They, maybe, like, laws passed, but we were getting great food. That was actually one of the biggest, but I would take it home. Oh, God. What a life. <laughs> It was a great life, and Whoa. I was an extra on New Girl. Were you really? Yes. And I was oh my extra. god! Yeah. And you know what's so funny was the episode where you guys were encouraging Jess to uh, uh, to date, and sh- you guys were in the new bar. It was mm-hmm. it was like a new restaurant area. Like it, yeah. was, it was not the bar, but it was like a new spot. It looked kind of like industrial. The outdoor restaurant was it outdoor? With the it with was the little Were you seats? on? Were you at the Fox Lot? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that was that was new. Yeah, we had built that outside of the outside of one of the stages. So I'm sitting right behind, and I'm like, dude, I gotta make my mark here. And so the whole time, the girl. In front, by the way, I don't know if you remember this, but extra people take that shit so seriously. I know, bro. So <laughs> se- they're like, hey man, what's the deal? I go, what? He goes, you came up to me and you told my character something, and I went behind the bar. I go, buddy. We didn't say fucking anything. I was going like this, and I walked away. I didn't think I have to do it again. He goes, no, dude, continuity. And I'm like, all right. So finally, sit me down. I'm at the thing. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to do it. I don't care if I get kicked out. But Jess is like talking to the girl. And behind me, you see me sipping from a candle. Uh-huh. Like literally a candle. So in the whole time, I was like, now I show my friends. I go, I was drinking a candle, dude. They didn't even know. <laughs> Wait, did you, did it, you made the, oh. <laughs> On New Girl, I'm not just saying this, it was such a fun environment. Everybody was having fun. Yeah. I mean, that show was a well-oiled machine after season one. Season one was rough, but it was in a rough in a good way because we were kind of working out the kinks and mm. it was like long hours and things like that. But once we all came to the conclusion that we want to be out after a certain time and, you know, we don't want anything longer than X amount of hours and mm. we just started rolling, you know what I mean? And it was fun. Every day was fun. I want to, uh, season one, Coach was... A part yeah. of the when you, were you not a part of it at first? What, how did that come about? How did you get the audition and how did you get rolling with New Girl? So yeah. I started. I started. I auditioned for Coach originally. Okay. Which is most of the actors, like damn near the whole industry, auditioned for this show, and I um, auditioned for Coach. Didn't get it originally. They passed on me after like two auditions, and then I, I. I went to, they, they didn't find who they were looking for, so they asked me to come back in again. I read again. They did not, so three auditions, they did not, they didn't want me, right? So I think one of them, I was dressed weird. I think I was dressed with, like, booty shorts or something. <laughs> what? No. Nah. Yeah. Wait, how did you, what was your take on Coach? Well, because the script had said, you know, in the scenes that I was reading that he had on, like, like j- jorts. <laughs> like, he had on cut-off shorts. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, they want to see some nut. Okay. <laughs> a little testicle. You want to see. This is, a, this is a huge leap of a, a was decision. I, was, was, I come to conclusions quick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you like, got to leave a mark. You got to. And But it worked. They passed on me. Then they were like, oh, we want Lamorne to come back in and read again. But can we tell him to wear normal people clothes? <laughs> Cover up. <laughs> and so I was like, all right, great. Again. It was like a holding pattern. Didn't know if I got the show or not. Um, I had another audition that came up. 
right? This other audition comes actually during that. Yeah, there's a whole other thing. I they 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 said they wanted me to test for New Girl, right? The test is when you go in and it's you versus one or two other actors, and the producers are happy. The producers have made their choices. They have their favorites, sure, but they want to present the best possible two or three options, and they want the whole studio and network to sit in a room and watch you live. They have the tapes, but they want to watch you live and put you through this fucking song and dance. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they want to put you through it, and it's nerve-wracking. Mm. But you do it, and so I had that scheduled for like a Monday or something. Um, the previous Friday, I had another audition for a different show on, on CBS. And they, had, uh, I go in to read, and the woman I'm reading with was off book. So, like, when I say off book, I mean, like, there's four or five pages of dialogue, and I have all these big monologues that are set up by her lines. Oh but she wasn't reading the script. And she was dropping lines. And now I'm in my head, like, did they cut the scene and I didn't know about it? Or, and I'm just kind of flub. I'm, I'm mm. essentially fucking up the audition. I get back to my agent's office. She's like, yeah, it was bad, whatever. And I was like, I need to get back in the room. I said, I need to get back in the room because I can crush that in my sleep. She was yeah. like, yeah, this happens. It's, this is my first pilot season. So I yeah. didn't know what the protocol was. But I was like, I literally told my agent, it, you have to get me back in there. I will, I will fire you. Like, I will draw. <laughs> I don't. This is my livelihood. Yeah, like, yeah. This is my career. I know I could for sure book this yeah did your agent feel like you just dropped the ball and yeah like, oh that's fucked up they didn't yeah. believe you yeah because she did because that happens actors always think they're the best person yeah. you know what i mean is like, this your same agent that you have now no 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 um but we but during that time like it was unheard of for someone to be able to just go back in the room mm. and read so what i did was they, they they got me another audition but it wasn't with the casting assistant it was with the producers and the director Go. And I was like, fuck. So I walked in the room and and she was about to start reading. And I was like, no, no, no. I was like, with all due respect, I, I said, can somebody pick up that paper <laughs> and Dude, read good from for that you. script? And the head, head of casting started laughing and she was mad at me. Like she kind of rolled her eyes and was like, and I went, I just want to make sure I get through the actual script this time. Like I just want to. I start doing it, and halfway through, the producer stopped me. He's like, all right, all right, we're good. And I was like, oh, fuck, I'm just really bad. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm just a dog shit performer. I'm just terrible. My agent was right. I yeah. should never walk in here. <laughs> I should quit. I should quit. Um, but he goes, he goes, we loved it. And I, was, and I was halfway through. And he goes, so we hear you're testing for a new girl mm. next week. I was like, yeah. And he goes, can we ask you to tank that audition? I was like, yeah, make me an offer. And he was like, we just might. And meanwhile, my agent is calling New Girl saying, hey. I'm so sorry. I just got to ask from this perspective. Which one did you want more? New mm. Girl. New Girl. Mm. So why would you want to tank it, though, if you were going to? Because one is an offer. Yeah. So I'm a guaranteed job. Okay. One is you got to come and audition mm. again. <sighs> okay. So for the one has fourth time. One's yeah. I can pay my bills. One's maybe. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Because... Because also, if I don't take the offer, let's say I didn't take the offer from CBS, and I went and did the test for New Girl, and they passed mm. and gave it to somebody else, I still would have had to come back to audition to test for the CBS show. 
and I could have read, I could have went up against some fucking dope actor that day who was on fire, and I would have been out a job completely. Mm-hmm. So you got to take the bird in hand, mm. especially in this business, which I find. Ultimately, I found out that it worked out for me, because what happened was the day I, so I go to test for a new girl because I was. I, let's keep this in mind. I was still going to go test for a new girl. I said, make me an offer, but the offer hadn't come in yet. So mm-hmm. when I'm about to sign this contract before I go and test, I get a call from my agent saying, don't sign the contract. CBS has officially made you an offer. And I think you should take it. New girl's pissed. I went, went to my agent's office, um, made, made a verbal agreement. Um, with CBS. No way. And then out a couple hours Dude. later, <laughs> new girl, they go test for whoever, don't like the people they tested, I guess, called my agent and said, hey, if we make Lamorne an offer, will he accept it? No. And I was like, <laughs> you're three hours too late, motherfuckers. Like, you're three <laughs> hours too late. And that was for the role of coach. So then I go do my CBS show. Sorry, this is like a long way. No, no, but what this do you is mean? awesome. Yeah. This is a great so I go do my CBS show, the pilot, which was I thought was pretty damn good. It was myself, T.J. Miller, Heather Locklear, Sarah Wright, David Henry. It was it was great. Um, Jason Jones. It was um, it was a pretty dope show, um, and but it didn't go. It didn't get picked up. New Girl, they they went and got Damon. And, you get him. Like, yeah, he, he's established already. Yeah, the, yeah. the show is going to get picked up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So Damon comes in as coach, crushes it as coach. Yeah. So Damon, but Damon was on another show. So Damon was on a show called Happy Endings, mm-hmm. which nobody thought was going to go a second season. Mm. So once New Girl had said, oh, we're, we're picked up and we're moving with Damon, uh, Happy Endings was like, you know what? We're going to go another season. And Damon has to leave. So Damon, so because Damon was so good and in demand, he he was obligated to go to ABC and do his other show, which left a hole in New Girl. Mm-hmm. So instead of having someone replace Damon, they wanted to keep that footage of him and keep his character alive. So they rewrote the, they they wrote another character completely. Bro, so Winston. smart. Bro, all of this because like your guys' ensemble is like mm-hmm. ridiculous. Ridiculous yeah. for all of those hurdles to happen for it to fit like a glove like that. Yeah, is it kind of gave me goosebumps? All I, over I, would, I had goosebumps multiple times throughout because yeah, your guys' dynamics are perfect. Like, it was destiny for yeah. you. I this, think this what whole it way. was. Yeah, you know what's interesting about the process? Because I auditioned a bunch of times, even for Winston. Even afterwards, they wanted to make sure that it it was so right that mm-hmm. it because they had what they had already. They had the dynamic. It was there. Even without me, it was, it was you know, obviously Hannah and Zoe as best friends on the show, they, they, they bounce off Quick, each other yeah. beautifully. Max and Jake and Damon, it was like they, they feel like friends. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and, how, and how we communicate with each other off camera, you feel like we're best friends. And you spend 16 hours a day with each other, you become best friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so they had that dynamic before the, the rewrite of, of Winston. So when I came in, Zoe sat in on every audition just to make sure that, like, the dynamic is there. We can mm-hmm. build that camaraderie. So no matter who we pick, they're comfortable with us. You know, so by the time I booked the show, I had hung out with them on set on, like, in, like, these audition scenarios probably, like, ten times already. Mm. So I kind of was comfortable. So day one on set, like, I'm 
they're like buddies. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Security guards knew who I, who I was. Every time I pull up to set, they'd be like, audition again? I'm like, yeah, I'm auditioning <laughs> again. Shit. Like, they need to give you a pass. I'm like, they better because this is getting crazy. You know what I mean? So wow. you now are running your show. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get picked up. They bring you back in for Winston. Mm-hmm. Um where, where were you when you got the call that you got it and how excited were you because the show was already picked up so you already knew like when I get yeah. this we're running and gunning we're running and gunning it's my, your whole, literally my whole life changed it was I my, what's beautiful about it is that my mom was in town visiting me at the time let's go uh. so she's at home she's at my apartment and I'm uh, I'm driving from the Fox lot all the way back to the valley at the time back in North Hollywood um, and uh, I'm with a friend of mine. I had hired a friend of mine. Her name is Alex, and she's she was fresh out of uh, film school, so she was like an actor, actor. So she was helping me read scripts during pilot season. We were like booming. Mm-hmm. So she would coach me like in between. So I'd bring her every audition that I had to like because pilot season you have so many auditions. Yeah, you know? you're learning There's lines so right many. before you go into the room. Right, and so she would be there right there with me, and. You know, so right when I had the final test, I was testing against um, a buddy of mine, and he he went in first, and and I cheated. I listened, <laughs> bro. I do that all the time. Ear yeah. to the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah well, I was, you're just like, it was like there. I was like that. I was like, let me see what's going on. Yeah. I hate when other actors are trying to talk in the room because I'm like, yeah. Shh. I'm trying to see what they. I'm like, what they? Yeah. What they laughing at? Yeah. Because this motherfucker is funny. Like this dude. This this dude. This dude. His name is Justin Hires. I love Justin. Justin Hires is one of the funniest people on the planet. And I'm just listening to where the laughters are coming from, where the laugh is coming from, and like what his cadence is. And all I got from that was that we are two different performers. Mm. Like he has a different he has a different charm and charisma that I have, you know. And I went in and I was like, oh, I just gotta be me. Because the reason why he's testing is because they don't know which version of the character they want to go. The like his was like a cool, charming, like a suave, like like funny, funny type. Like, and mine was a weird, self-deprecating kind of awkward and odd. That's just my energy. So I was like, I'm just gonna lean into that. You know what I mean? And not try to do because what he just did, he's better at it mm, <laughs> than yeah. I'm than I'm at. I'm like, I can't go and try to do what he just did. Yeah, smart, smart. Yeah, because. Yeah. You know what I mean? You only got two options here. It's me right. or him. Yeah. I need to give you something totally different. And why be him if he's already great at yeah. him? He's, yeah. the, he's great at that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I did my own version of it, and it, it worked out. As we were, me and Justin were walking back to the car, um, to the parking lot, I get a phone call. And I was like, hey, bro, that's my agent. I got to call you. Uh, I gotta, I'll holler at you later. And so we go our separate ways, and my agent was like, Hey, um, is it okay if we give your phone number uh, to some of the Fox people? <laughs> and I was like, uh, what does that mean? And she's <laughs> like, just fucking say yes. And I was like, yeah, yeah. yes. And then like 10 seconds later, I get a call from Liz Merriweather. And she was just like, congratulations. Uh, the best. Bro, I broke down in that parking lot I at bet. the Fox lot in tears. Like I broke down in tears, man. And I just crying the whole way home on the phone with my mom. Like, you know, I, I still I can I can never forget that day because nothing else and I've had a lot of success in my career, you know, thankfully. Um, but that moment kind of, you know, it all the hard work I said, 
Yeah, yeah, this makes sense. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it, it put everything in perspective for me that you can't like kind of you can't shortcut anything. Mm-hmm. You have to like the grind is going to be the grind. You know what I mean? Whether it's fun or whether it's, you know, difficult. The journey is still the part to enjoy. But once you hit like a benchmark, you're like, oh, mm-hmm. well, that. That just lets you know, like it works. Yeah, the process and works. And the, the show of that kind of caliber. I mean, it's a hilarious show. It's yeah. so well written. I mean, everybody who watches it, like, you can't not watch it like this, like smiling the whole time. Yeah. So then you got a show that's just incredible and with an awesome dynamic of people. I mean, yeah, you get lucky because you don't, you can't predict that. Mm. Like no. I said, the show that I thought was going to happen on CBS with the, the sick cast didn't happen well it's not only that it's it's the fact that like it's very hard to make a phenomenal show that you Mm -hmm. could watch 10 years later and still laugh just as hard yeah very rare yeah that's why i said you're up there with the greatest shows to ever be written yeah speaking of written Mm -hmm. was it more improv based or was it stick to the script Mm. it was about 75 percent script and we got to improvise a lot though we improvised us improvising and they, and they encouraged it like there'd be moments where it would be like Liz would Liz would write something and she would kind of go this is the energy of it she's like the words just you, you, have fun yeah, yeah do have Winston energy and you'll it'll come to you you know what I mean so yeah. she left us room to just just go nuts you yeah. know what I mean the whole like Winston and Nick mess around and all that stuff yeah. was that written or is that like something you just spit out uh, it was a lot of it was written. That the, like the specifics, like that, those are all written, like the little bits. But uh, but the the nuance of the character, a lot of the jokes, a lot of the jokes were improvised. Um, I think there was a joke I I had said we were talking about how Nick was trying to buy a phone or something like that, and we were like, how did you get? So I made up a joke. I just said, I said, how could you get a phone? You have the credit score of a homeless ghost. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they were, and so it felt written, but I like came up with it, and yeah, I was because yeah. that's what we did too. We yeah. were like Max would be off camera, like like keep going, like he like just keep ranting, keep ranting, and then eventually one of those things would either make it into mm. the cut or. The writers would see that and then start writing towards that energy. Mm. You know what I mean? So the writers, the writers on our show and the creators, that that's the the actors. We, I mean, we did our jobs as actors, and we I think we did them pretty pretty damn good. But the the creators, the writers, that's where the magic of New Girl comes from because they they created these weirdly brilliant, honest characters. Yeah, you know, all the characters on on the show are honest to who they are including like the schmidt character yeah yes. you know what i mean he is a douchebag in the beginning but that's on he, he was unapologetic about it and he was he had his justifications about it and, yeah. and it was so real mm. and funny and identifiable to a lot of folks at home and they did a, a great job of like creating every kind of archetype of people who who live in a loft together or who share a space together, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But that was all the writing. That mm. was all there. You you book a substantial role. Mm. Uh, you're now a part of the family. Mm-hmm. But when in your heart did you feel like I finally understand Winston? Season three. Mm. Season three. Season three. I was every every day of season one and two, I thought I was gonna get fired. No I, way. Every day. Because I wasn't I, it was a new character. You mm. know what I mean. They hadn't flushed it out the way they flushed out the rest of the characters. Yeah. You know what I mean. But it was a it was a curveball that they had to kind of. Yeah, they up against they're up against the gun. Remember, 
Liz has been living with these characters in her head and on pen and paper for years mm-hmm. before the show gets picked up. Winston, she had to work on the fly. Mm-hmm. Go, Figure oh, him out. Yeah. Now there's this new character. How do we write for him? I don't fucking know. Which like, is crazy because your yeah. character, I would feel, was written from the beginning. It was a strong character. Yeah, it was a strong character. I just had a hard time playing it because, to be honest with you, first pilot season, nerves. How do I want to make a big impression? Mm. But I was scared to take big swings as a performer because you don't know how secure your job is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like You can get fired at a table read. Mm. You know what I mean? If it's just not working. Right. If the yeah. vibe is just not there, yeah. you know, it could be, you know, I auditioned so many times. I'm like, oh, they could they could do without me. Did yeah. you feel like when you did that other pilot for CBS, did you feel like that gave you confidence? Because you're like, oh, dude, I'm right now. I have two options. They want me to like go there because they want me so bad. You know, I just did this. Like, did that give you extra confidence? It did. It did. You know, I, 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 um, an interesting story. Um, my buddy Ramses Jimenez, dope actor, um, director, creator. He, he's been like my brother for since we did Second City together back in like, we actually did a movie together called April Fools. It's 2002 or something like that. Like 2001 maybe, I don't know. But, but he was really close with Chad Bozeman. So Chad and him were like buddies, roommates. So I was always kicking it with them. Chad was a budding actor. He was booming. You know what I mean? I think I forget what movie he had been doing at the time, maybe nineteen, maybe forty two. I forget what. He, anyway, Chad was like a booming actor coming up, and he was coaching me. And he had said to me the night before, he was like, "You have two options in front of you." And he goes, "Ain't no need to be nervous." He goes, "Because clearly you're a sought out dude. Even if it's your first pilot season." He was like. That was your first pilot my season? First, first and only. I've never oh, wait, really? Wow. There's no fucking way. First pilot season. I didn't know what a pilot season was. What the fuck? Yeah. You got wow. two offers for yeah. testing? Yeah, that's wild. That's different. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. So it was meant for you. It was meant for me. Let's and I, go. And and during that pilot season, I fucked up some auditions. Because mm-hmm. like, I was... I was Thankfully, there were a lot of pilots happening because I was like, I, he's he's so humble, bro. I I don't know one actor, and I don't know one <laughs> actor that ever was like, let me first jump into this and get two testings. Yeah. There's people that just brag about being tested. They're like, yeah, I, I tested for CBS like six <laughs> times. The fact that you tested two times your first time, mm-hmm. nah, nah, it was your destiny. That was that, and you that filmed was cool. one yeah. pilot, and then the other one you're on the show forever. Like you know, yeah. that's crazy. When you felt like you were gonna get fired on the first two seasons. Were you scared that coach's show is going to be done and they're going to replace you with him, or like? Well, honestly, in, in television, a lot of times there was this, there was the idea that you can't have two black folks on the same show. So it was like, it was like there was a weird energy, and, and it wasn't just societal. It was interviews. I would do interviews and do press during season one. It'd be like, so you replaced uh, Damon Wayans Jr., even though that's not really true they're like you replaced damon wayans jr like what's gonna happen when he comes back yeah were you worried about that or no no well in the back of my mind yes but also i was kind of like if he were two different characters if he comes back then there's that is just an additional cast member yeah but they were like oh he's black right like you one one gotta go that was the energy wow that i was that that's what that's what that's what I felt like they were saying under the surface. Yeah. 
wait, so Damon's coming back. What are you going to do? I'm like, I'm going to go suck my own dick in a corner. What the <laughs> fuck do you... What kind of question is that? Like, I'm going to keep, hopefully, yeah. still be on the show. But that pressure is there because Damon is a monster performer. So I'm like, God damn it, I haven't found my footing or my voice on this show yet. Is Damon going to come back? And they're going to be like, eh, it's just better with Damon. And then Winston, like... I can I don't know. You're gonna runs take in a the trip. traffic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Winston runs into traffic in Latvia. Um so yeah, I was a little nervous about that. And now that, that's where it comes from too. When you're not comfortable, when you're not confident, you know, you you fuck up. You mm-hmm. gotta you gotta walk in there at every room. Even when I'm auditioning, I walk I I walk in as if these are my homies and I'm there to kick it. And I read I fuck up on purpose in auditions. I fuck up intentionally, like now. Like I, if I'm reading for something, if I'm in person, I'll like, I'll like stop my, I'll do like the first part beautifully to where I think it's really good. Then I'll flub a line. I go, ah, fuck, let me, let me, let me run that back. Oh, And they're like, oh, uh, okay, cool. I run it back. own the room. own the room. Mm. And I'm doing that to show that I self-correct on set as well. Right, right, right. Like I, and then even during that moment, I go, okay, they saw that version of the audition on the first half of it, I'm going to do a different version of that same first half mm. to give them a different flavor. Nice. And then I go all the way through the second time, you know, and it, and it, it usually works. Mm. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's typically in my life. I, I've, you know, in person auditions, I kind of book them a lot. That's you know? great. Hollywood's yeah. been weird for the past five years when it comes to COVID auditioning. Yeah. Um, we had the strike, yeah. Uh, I want to take it back to the COVID and then we'll go to the strike. Because you, as actors, you guys have had a fucking obstacle of a time mm. trying to, to do your job. Um, in COVID, did it throw you off that you have to like audition through a lens and you're like, Self-tapes. dude, what, the, what is this? Like, there's no, yeah. there's no authenticity of like the chemistry between you and the director. Yeah, it, it, it did. It, it, it was great for the lazy actor. Um, <laughs> And like, because you could just sit your ass at home and do it. Dude, that's mm-hmm. so much fun, though. And and the thing it does is that it gives you the ability to to do multiple takes and mm-hmm. do it until you feel confident. The problem is you can do it a thousand times, and you got this tape, this four minute audition that you think is perfect. You send it to the director, and he's like, "Eh, not what we're looking for." Yeah, ten seconds. Yeah, okay. but you know, because the director isn't there in real time to give you that feedback, mm-hmm. to give you that. To take those notes, they, there's a lot of things that go into casting a person. You can you can cast the most talented person, but do you want to work with that person for the next six months if they're a real piece of shit? Yeah, Boom. Totally. And you can tell when, in an audition. You mm. know, you can get a little bit of a personality check yeah. in an audition. So they want to know if a person's confident enough to self police. Like I can, I don't need you to hold my hand or babysit yep. or constantly ask for reassurance on set. Like they want to know that they're working with a partner. And not like uh, they're not babysitting. Yeah. So you miss that when you're self taping because they'll cast somebody off of a tape and then they'll get to set. And, you know, they might not be as as as, as excited about that person as they thought they would be because they didn't feel that energy. Yeah, it's not the same. Yeah. You can't really Mm. quantify it on tape. Also, it's like I I auditioned for about a year. I booked a good amount, but it was Mm. because. It wasn't because of my talent. And I tell this to her all the time. It wasn't my talent that got me the job. It was that they so were comfortable dicks. around. Oh, right dicks. <laughs> <laughs> just go right to the dick. You go right there and I'm like, give it. Uh, 
I, it was just my ability to um, at the time. Thank God, I was doing well on social media, so it wasn't I, was, I wasn't a starving actor, and I mm -hmm. used that as my advantage because everybody was desperate, and they were like, "Oh, I need to." When they saw me hanging out in the lobby and just mm -hmm. chilling, talking to people, mm -hmm. getting, and they were like, "Oh, this cool, this kid has a great vibe to him." Yeah. And then when I go in there, I do a good job. They're like, "Okay, cool, he's good." Yeah. I'm not a phenomenal. He's good, mm -hmm. and he's good to be around. We could see if we could direct him. Right. And then I was good at taking directions. Right. So when my friends are getting to the acting world, and I'm like. Honestly, just be don't be a dick. Yeah. And be very attentive to like listen to what they want. Mm -hmm. And don't be so stuck on what you want to get done. Yeah. And that, that's that's my little No, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's, you gotta be a team player. You know what I mean? The you have to be the sum. You have to be you have to be a piece of the puzzle. Right. You're part of the team and making it happen and you want you should want the film or the movie or the TV show to go just as well as they want it to be good, you right. know? And, yeah. but yeah, in rooms, yeah, you have that energy, you connect mm -hmm. relationships, yeah. you get to talk more before or after, yeah. and then they remember you more, you know? Like, oh, 100%. It's different. People remember how you made them feel. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you go in a room and you have a good energy, they're like, yeah, I like that person. You know, she was dope. Or, like, it's just, it's, you can't, you can't really teach charisma. You know mm -hmm. what I mean, and 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 ki kindness. You know, these are things you learn as a child, maybe growing up, and you you can carry it into the profession. And and that a lot of times is what gets you the job. They just want to, you know, directors, creators, producers. They just want to be around good people who can help sell a product, which is a movie or a TV show. Mm -hmm. Totally. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if you're going to still be work. A, yeah, because if work. you're a headache. Yeah, they don't want to work with and, you and all day. how many hours you have to be with them. Yeah, that's like, more than your family. Yeah, they'll yeah, find someone like, just as talented who they can, you know, right, bear. Right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, eh, you know, it 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 pays to be it pays to be a good individual. <laughs> what was your favorite day on set where you're like, yeah. you're just having a blast, and you were like, man, I'm super blessed to be in the position that I'm in. Ooh, this is. I don't want this to sound cheesy, but it was like a lot of days like that. Yeah. Like, oh, that's amazing. It's dude, not cheesy at all. Oh my god, bro! You would go to you would go to set and like, there's a basketball hoop there. We would just in between takes like just shoot shots, talk shit, get sweaty. There's a person that comes and changes your shirt. Oh, you have a sweaty shirt. We have a replica here. Put this one on. Oh, you're sweaty here. Let's fix your makeup. Let's. Oh, you know what I mean? Like stuff like that where you're just like. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm being paid to be here? Right. Everything's at your disposal. Everybody's nice. The catering is good. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like it's not like in Chicago. Leftover fries. Leftover fries. Everything is everything is is great. You drive home in a nice car. Mm -hmm. You get home to your beautiful apartment or house or whatever and you're like what the fuck do I have to complain about? You know, this yeah, is gratitude. A, this, yeah. That's which awesome. which is why it was confusing to me when I was depressed. When you felt, right? when I felt, you know what I mean? Like, I well, just, I'm glad you're not depressed anymore. No, yeah. No, 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 That's good. So then what was your uh, favorite episode? Do you think like the one, this episode, I don't know, I felt epic or felt, it doesn't even have to, to, to be something. an episode. It could be like a movie you've done. It could be uh, the proud family thing that you did, mm -hmm. which I found was cool that you played your own character. Yeah. Oh, that yeah, was yeah, really yeah, funny. Yeah. That was pretty dope. That was pretty dope. Uh, um, uh, one of the producers and creators, Ralph Farquhar, he, um, great guy, man. He, we had pitched, we were going around town pitching some, pitching something before that we, uh, we were going to make this other show. And so he always thought of me, you know what I mean? He asked me to come in and do, um, 
uh, episode of the show. I think two, maybe two episodes. I forget. Did you watch how, it growing up? Yeah, a little bit. Not uh, a lot, cool. a lot. I'm not gonna lie to you. Not a lot, but I knew of the show. So when they when they said it, I was like, "Is Proud Family coming Did back?" Come back, yeah. I watch it oh, all my. the time. It was oh, so good. And I, forgive me for my ignorance, but was this like the first sitcom like cartoon that was focused on black characters? I on would, Disney? Uh, maybe on Disney. That's what I'm saying. Because uh, I remember when I watched it, it was substantial. People like, and I was like, oh, this is really cool. This is different. Like, I've yeah. never seen anything. And, and their career, it, it's like, it took over quick because, and I'm not just saying this to be mm. cheesy either. Black comedy is a very strong comedy. Def Jam yeah. is like insane. Yeah. All of the greats are, are black. They're yeah. really, really good at telling mm -hmm. jokes. Yep. So when they brought to uh, a cartoon, it, it was a wow factor. It really blew everybody out yeah. of the way. That's why I asked you because I was like, "Oh, maybe yeah. it was something cool for you growing up." Well, you, I mean, you, you, I definitely understood where it was in the history of like animated shows. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like right up there. So for for me to get that that ask, I was kind of like, "Yeah, what?" Like my nieces, my nieces hit me up like, "How come you didn't tell me you were a proud family?" I was like, "What are you talking about?" They were like, "I'm, I'm watching the episode, and no I, way. and it's clearly you. It's yeah. literally you." And it's like, and then I wait for the credits, and I go, "Yeah, that is this fool." Like, <laughs> you know, it's you know, so that was exciting. That was definitely exciting for me, and to play myself, which right. was kind of like. That was cool because it kind of, I don't want this to sound arrogant. No, that's a flex, dog. Yeah, that's a flex. Flex. You came from Chicago and they made you animated, yeah. bro. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's pretty dope. Um, that's crazy. You're like on stage rapping, right? It's like a renaissance like rapping yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, but it's also cool because motherfuckers took time to draw you as a cartoon. Exactly. That's that's yeah. a flex. That bro. was pretty good. That you was pretty that dope. I do. Yeah, he has yeah. that printed. <laughs> maybe I maybe I would have given him a great idea. Okay? Don't you wish you could time travel and not ask that question? <laughs> no. <laughs> but no, man. I would you know, I would say even on that show, uh I did a show called Woke, actually. I did a show called Woke and yeah. that was on Hulu. I did two seasons of that show. Were you part of the writing of that show or are you just an actor? In a roundabout way. I was a producer on the show. Yeah. Um, but I, in a roundabout way, I uh I would help punch up the scripts. Um, but that was kind of like an all-hands-on-deck thing with the cast. It was a small cast, and so we would read the scripts, we'd have our notes and our ideas. And even on that show, a lot of times we were, you know, there was some, like, I don't remember exactly why, but there was some confusion at the top. You know, I just say we went through multiple, we had, like, four or five showrunners or something. Yeah. And it was, like, a lot of times scripts weren't, it was a, it was a weird... I don't to this day. I don't know why because I think all the writers that we had on there were brilliant um, and and funny. And you had a strong I, cast too. Yeah, yeah. very yeah. strong cast. You know, T. Murph, uh, Blake Anderson, uh, Sashir Zameda. I mean, you know, Rose MacGyver. The cast was sick, man, and uh, a lot of cool guest stars. We had Lil Rail as a voice, Cedric the Entertainer. You know, Eddie Griffin, Billy Magnuson was on the show, and we and and Amy Garcia, bro. It was like a sick. Fucking! It was like a sick show. Yeah. Was it? Was that an offer? Did you audition for that? It was. You know, it's, there's also there's something called an offer contingent upon a read, mm. which is weird because it's like so it's not an offer, it's right. an audition. <laughs> like you're you, our type of choice, but come read it first. Right. So they wanted me to. That's what they wanted me to do. They wanted me to read it. So I did audition um, uh, once. I auditioned once for it. Um, but at the time it was for, I forget the show was written for someone else. It was written for a different performer. Mm. And then luckily, let me tell you how life works. New girl, Damon got busy, right? If Damon doesn't get busy, 
and is not occupied with another show, they don't write Winston. Mm-hmm. Woke, I want to say it was written for Jermaine Fowler, who's another good buddy of mine. Uh, one of the funniest, one of the best out there. And he had to take another job, I think. Wow. Last minute, so it opened Yo, up. Yo, God again. really Yet be again. like, nah. Yeah. He's yeah. like, nah, not like, for you guys. Yeah, I was like, wait. Because I had read the script and was like, I love this shit. But they were like, it's Jermaine Fowler is the, you know, it's the star of it. Mm-hmm. And we were thinking of you for this other character. I was like, fuck, that's a dope role. That's a dope role. And then it just came around randomly. Mo Marable, the director, came in and wanted everybody to read and do a whole thing. And I just think Jermaine got busy or something. I still haven't actually, I don't think I've actually spoken to Jermaine about it. Wow. But like, I think he got busy. And I was just like, this is fucking dope. <laughs> this is nice. This is fucking dope. <laughs> People are really good. Yeah. <laughs> so they're, they're in high demand. <laughs> Let me slide on in. I don't mind going through the back door. <laughs> <laughs> now, honestly, Am like, I right, ladies? It, no, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, that was terrible. <laughs> Cut that joke. Because I, I didn't mean to look over there. And I said it. Wait, you didn't mean to go like that? I was doing yeah, it. He actually pointed at Reed. I was, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I was going to do it like this. I was like, nah, I can't say that. <laughs> I'm looking at my ass no. beat on your show. And then I was like, other ladies. Yeah. Like, Not hey, his girlfriend, his, his sister. sister. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, my bad. It's nah, okay nah. if it's your Listen, sister. Listen, you're my guest <laughs> any back door you want. No, I'm just kidding. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, double down and we're both like what the fuck why did you say it um, but it is crazy you keep going against your friends because for your test for new girl that was a friend who went yeah. in before you and then this is a friend so yeah well it's you know it's interesting it's a small group of folks that that's how hard it is you know there's a bunch of there's a bunch of things that have to go into it mm-hmm. you know what I mean um, it was our time that that class of actor Damon uh, I remember auditioning against Eric Andre for a bunch of stuff, commercials, and Eric's one of my, one of my like close buddies now. And like, you know, Justin, we'd audition against each other. It was like that's just kind of the batch, you know. A lot of those, you know, we're it's that same kind of close in age range, similar characteristics as performers. Yeah, it's usually like the usual suspects. Sometimes I'll get a, I'll read a script and I go, who's the who's the shortlist. And the short list is, you know, Sam Richardson, Lakeith Stanfield, you know, you, this person, that person. And it's kind of like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. This- that, that's kind of cool, though. It's like yeah. a community. And you guys are kind of like rooting for each other. But at the same time, yeah. you're like, I don't fucking hope you don't get it. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? I, I got rid of the I got rid of the anger out of because acting can be bitter you can get into a place where you're like that i should have had that role mm-hmm. yeah of course you're not bitter yeah. you got two tests on your <laughs> first podcast <laughs> who the fuck are you to be bitter about that i got rid of my bitterness because i was just booking everything <laughs> <laughs> well you know it went, i got rid of it because i started realizing people are just really fucking good like people it ain't you ain't you're not the only person in the room yeah. you know what i mean because you can get full of yourself a little bit you could be like you have to have some type of confidence. You have to. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then you start watching you start watching some of what these other cats are doing and you're like, God damn, this motherfucker's good. Yeah. Like, and you can't hate on it. So you go, Oh, 
Sam Richardson got this job. I would go, yeah. Have you seen him? <laughs> Shit. Yeah. He's one of the funniest motherfuckers on the planet. Do you ever hit them up and be like, yo, congratulations? Like All the time. Oh, that's really nice. Oh, oh my God, all the time. And then we see each other. We see yeah. each other all the time. And then we give each other shit about it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Could have been you. We're going to be like, man, I saw the movie, bro. I wouldn't have done that. I, I wasn't going to do that. Yeah, yeah. I read the script. I know they cut your shit, bro. Yeah. I, know they, I know they cut your shit, bro. But you know what, though? Wouldn't you rather, like, if anyone's going to get the role and if it wasn't you and it wasn't meant for you, wouldn't you rather it be your friend? You oh, know? yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. You you want the homies to su- succeed. You yeah. Know, you want your community to, to, to grow. But also, you know, you do want the younger the younger cats coming in to feel confident because I for this for the sake of our business, we need we need like hardworking performers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you do want to give some of the younger cats confidence to to say, hey, this is where you belong. Because a lot of folks come out here and it might not work out for the first few years of their career and they get discouraged and they just go back home. Mm-hmm. And we just missed out on what could have been one of the greatest performers ever. But this business will crush you. Like it will yeah. crush your soul in, if you're not strong enough. You know, you have to love the journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have been loving yeah. the journey. So, yeah. I mean, obviously, you fucking book right away, but like your journey's <laughs> very short. And it was uh, <laughs> fucking, oh, got rid of the bitter. When? When could you have been bitter, bro? You know? But always a positive outlook, which I think yeah. is, you know, since you were auditioning, since you were in Chicago, positive about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, you, I mean, there are struggles. You definitely have struggles. You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't pay my rent. Car got repoed. I was living in my car at one point. You, those, are, those are parts of the grind that are like, fucking dark but you know you always you appreciate see the, it. You, it and it makes you appreciate it more. Yeah. you know what i'm saying so now i buy cars with nicer leather interiors yeah so just because i have a sleeve <laughs> i'm like we good baby it's heated seats yeah. uh so do you like shooting characters where you have longevity to build on them for example winston had a, a seven mm. season eight seasons seven Seven seasons, mm-hmm. um, and then you have movie roles where it's mm-hmm. like maybe two, three months. Yeah, which one do you like to jump into more? Um, I would say I, TV. I've been. I'd probably say TV. Um, the longevity of a character, because you can in a movie you can play a character and then have an idea a week after you wrapped, and yeah. go, oh fuck. He was supposed to be schizophrenic. Yeah. Like, what? Like, what? I got it. Too late. You know. Yeah. So they they've wrapped. They've moved on. They've already started editing the film. You got what you got, and yeah. you got to get it when you can. So as a as as somebody who's been performing for a good amount of time, like I used to do a lot of theater. So you have like these two month runs, three month runs of a, of a production, and you're doing the show a few times a week. Every show is different because you keep coming up with different ideas of that character mm-hmm. and you start adding traits. You start doing little Easter eggs for your scene partners. You start building a camaraderie with a cast. And then you by the by the fifth run, you guys are booming. You know what I mean? In a movie, you you gotta you gotta build that camaraderie quick. Yeah. Um, and build that chemistry quick. That's why casting is so important, you know, to cast folks who are professional enough to make it feel that way. Yeah, like right away. You know, but TV, it gives you the room to kind of like explore. And then it gives the writers room to explore because they can keep adding things to you, to the storyline and to the journey a little bit, you know. What, um, what movie did you feel most comfortable and active on? Barbershop. I sh- so Barbershop, the last cut, um, which that's got to be the sickest cast. I mean, 
Ice Cube, Eve, Common, Nicki Minaj, Cedric the Entertainer, Anthony Anderson, JB Smooth, um, uh, Regina Hall, Utkar Shambutkar, like, you know, Margot Bank, you name it. These, I know I'm forgetting somebody, like, they were Dion Cole, like, killers on this set. Like, killers. (laughs) That didn't make you more nervous? No, because they were so encouraging. Right in the beginning, I showed up. So I, so I have sleep issues sometimes. Like I, like sometimes, like if I got a big day, I get anxiety and I can't fall asleep. Mm. Right, and um, and I'm talking up the whole night. Like don't sleep a minute, and and then I'm fucked up for the the shoot or the thing I got to do. And it's yeah. like, damn it, I wasn't my best self. So before the table read the night before, I said, I'm gonna take an edible. I need to pass out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is when I realized my metabolism wasn't shit. Like. <laughs> I took that edible, man. I felt like that shit kicked in when I when I was supposed to wake up. No, because <laughs> I fell asleep. Yeah, I got some sleep, but I woke up high as a kite. <laughs> Were you stressed or are you just uh, chilling because you're bro, high? Bro, I was no, I was stressed. I was like, what the fuck am I gonna do? And I and 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 I had to call a car. I took literally call a car to drive me to the thing because I was like, there's no way I'd be able to operate a vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> like, like my hands were moving in a weird motion. I was like, what What the fuck did I ingest? <laughs> also, who takes an edible and goes right to bed? And that's what I had to do. I had to sleep. I needed to. So it hit while you were, like, two hours yeah. into your sleep, it hit. Yo, this shit hit, a, this shit hit me late. It hit, it hit me very late it's in the always process. Always unpredictable. Th- that's yeah. why I don't, I don't really do it. I can't. Mm-mm. I can't. Because I, I can't tell. You know yeah. what I mean? So, so how I, did you get into the dude? So I get to the table read and I'm like, it's fading slightly, <laughs> but I'm still, I'm still high, and I'm I'm looking at uh, this guy Utkarsh is right next to me at the table read in the Commons on my other side, and I'm and I'm we're doing it, we're reading it, and they're laughing, so I'm like, okay, I'm not drawing much attention to myself, so they probably don't know that I'm high. <laughs> I lean over to Utkarsh and I go, bro, hey, I'm not gonna lie to you, I took an edible, <laughs> like, is it noticeable? And he goes. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he goes, everybody's been talking about it. Oh, oh, that's the, the worst deal. thing you could know yeah. while you're high. Oh. I was like, fuck. <laughs> and I'm like freaking the fuck out. And, I, and this is common right next to me. And I don't want to be, I don't want to do, I don't want to do that. So, but I did it anyway. Cause I'm high and my high brain wasn't necessarily in its right brain. So I said to come, I was like, come took an edible man like, <laughs> he's like what <laughs> i was like i took it yesterday but it's it's still in my system like am i like do i look fucked up he's like nah g you good bro it's like just chill bro enjoy that shit bro you chilling bro you good and when he said that i was like oh i look over at the car she said what the fuck and he was like, nah i'm fucking with you <laughs> he's like, i had no idea you were hot oh what like, an asshole that's so funny bro. bro and dude everyone's staring <laughs> at you yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So I just at that moment everybody was like super cool with me and and they all knew about new girls so they knew of who I was and it wasn't like a I was just coming in cold you know what I mean they were like oh everybody in this movie has a has a thing that yeah. they do and the director made it so much the director Malcolm Lee who's till this day one of my favorite not just directors but like people on set because he's very very encouraging hmm. like I would break character to try to keep up with Cedric the Entertainer and like JB Smooth doing a bit or like Deion Cole's doing a bit back and forth. I would try to like chime in and he'd be like, Lamar, nope, nope. 
man, you got your own type of funny. We hired you to do that thing. And I was the only one in the movie doing that thing. And so he would be like super encouraging. Sed would pull me to the side and be like, hey, man, I'm trying to think of a, a funny punchline for this. And you, you got weird comedy, bro. Like I, he was like, he's like, help me come up with the punchlines of this thing. And so we would come up with bits. And internally, I'm like a little schoolboy. Like, oh, such a theater <laughs> Bro, he's a legend. It's fuck, he's, one of, he's all time. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's yeah. All, when they write a book on comedy, period, Cedric the Entertainer is going to be in that book. And I'm like, I'm like sitting down and kind of like tossing jokes around with Cedric. Like, this yeah. is crazy. And it gave me the most confidence, mm. the most. And they would let us improvise. To, like, again, Malcolm would be like, just fucking go. Just have fun. Ice Cube, same thing. Ice Cube was so serious on the set. But, but because he knew this was his franchise and he was serious about you being true to your character. So he'd be like, hey, man, hey, man, do your shit, bro. That's why we got you here. You got it. You got a weird sense of humor, bro, but it's like, that's what we need in this film. And I'm like, oh, thank you. That, yeah. Okay. I love that everybody's always like, your sense of humor, man, you're weird. Dude, you're okay. weird to the weirdos, bro. That's right. fucked up. Hey, listen. I'm that's, a creep. Am I right, ladies? Okay. Um, I was at 1600, uh, 1600 Vine is where all the social media kids would create content. I know. I was there. You all over the place. Bro. But how come I never saw you there? Bro, I started Vine. <laughs> <laughs> Were you part of Vine? Because I was only on it for like two months. Dude, in the beginning of Vine, I so I was already friends with Batch, Day Storm, Alpha Cat, all these cats, right? We would kick it together. Batch would do this charity trip in um, in Jamaica. Yeah. Called the Rujan Foundation. It's a great foundation that gives scholarships to kids, scholarships to kids, athletic scholarships, all kinds of things, right? <clears throat> So Batch was like, oh, you guys want to come to this trip that we're doing? I said, great. They come to pick me up in a taxi outside of my apartment in, in like Hancock Park. I come downstairs, and they're all on their phones way more than usual. Mm. I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? Because Batch is YouTube at the time. They storm is YouTube at the time. And I'm like, what are they doing? They were making Vines. Mm. And they were like, you don't have Vine? I was like, I mean, I downloaded it like a couple months ago, but I don't think I've ever used it. And they were like, bro. Bro, we figured it out. We figured they it out. They really did. They were the kings on that. Dude, when, when I got in the car with them, I think Batch had like 500 followers at the time on Vine. He had just literally started making these videos. By the time we got to Jamaica, they were making videos a lot. By the time we got, we stopped in Miami. So we flew from L.A. to Miami, making videos at the airport, all this shit, right? We're at a mall looking for something. I forget, looking for like pants or some shit at the mall in Miami. And these kids were like, these kids ran up and they were like, yo, you King Batch? <laughs> he was like, yeah. They're like, dude, I love your vine. No he way. Like, he was like, I just started. <laughs> no and, way. And yeah, he was the king of that platform. Wow. King. King, no, like legit. Yeah. Like, so, like, bro, like fucking, it was an overnight thing. They're going to make a movie about his life and like all that shit that they yeah. started. Because think about it. He, like, like he said, started in LA. Mm -hmm. By the time he got to Miami, he was getting views that a TV show sitcom would get. Yeah, it That's was crazy. nuts. It, in, in fact, I was, I was outside of New Girl. Like I would leave set and I would drive to Batch's place at 1600 Vine and we would make videos or Day Storm's place. Wow. So we would always meet at one of these places and people would be like, Bro, you're on a hit. <laughs> no, we were the number one show on television. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> number one. And I'm over here making vibes and shit. 
Hey, you ahead of the curve, my guy. Bro, so I went to I went to the head of PR at Fox, and I was like, hey, we, we should start, you know, making, like, we should get a, a Vine account Smart. for, New you know, because they started, like, ver- they were like, oh, you guys got to get verified on this. You got to get verified on Twitter and Instagram. And I was like, dude, like, like Vine, I'm telling you, like, the, the whatever the algorithm is doing, it's booming. Like, everyone sees your content, and, it's, and the numbers grow. Because then, like, my numbers just started shooting up. Crazy, like, ridiculously like fast and, that, and that's crazy because like not to even pause you but like you're on a huge sitcom and then in the midst of it what season was this two i want to say so you're on a Three? hit show through in your brain is like okay cool this is what i wanted to do my whole life and now there's a whole different beast of a machine coming in yeah, yeah. and you're like i'm gonna get involved with this i'm gonna it, it but you know it's crazy i didn't even see that part i just saw that it was fun and it was it was my friends yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. I was like, that's oh. why humble guys win, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I was literally like, no, I'm just kicking it with the homies, making weird videos. Yeah, like I, w- I wasn't even like pressed about the, the building of my own platform. Like I would write a vine, or create an idea for a vine, and then give it to somebody else, like a like a funny one. Yeah, like you know, uh, the backflip video ba- batches. You but did that not. Backfl- you did but not backflip though. You did not create that. No, 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 no. Batch had Batch had an idea for it. If you you go to his place, place his wall was just covered in ideas and like a calendar. Yeah. I want to shoot this idea, this idea, this idea with this actor, this actor, this actor. He was that precise. His idea for that backflip was a criminal comes, robs the lady, and Batch is doing like some sort of karate shit, and she's like, "Help! My purse is getting away!" And he's just like doing kung fu the whole time. <laughs> By himself, like I remember this vine too. This blew <laughs> yeah. up, and then and then like the guy runs away. He's like, that didn't help. <laughs> He's just like still doing his own thing, and he had I think he had either just injured himself doing something, and and um and and so the idea was once you just do like a like a cartwheel or a, act like you're running towards him, but then do something else, and he was like, oh, boom. So he's acting like he's gonna run towards him, run towards him, and then he does a backflip. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was, and then and then look at the look at the camera part. That was like a collaboration. Batch had like, when I say like the most brilliant ideas, like that were all there. But every a lot of people did too. But they were moving the ideas around. You know what I mean? He just happened to have the best ideas. He just happened to he's be the like king at it. The king. You he's know what I'm king saying? At it. So, and, and he still is, bro. If you like the shit that he's working on now. And and you give me the same vibes as him. It's mm-hmm. like two, and, and I mean this, and I'm mm-hmm. not just saying this to gas you up, and I'm not mm-hmm. saying this to gas batch up. I could meet a man and know mm-hmm. that motherfucker has real confidence. And real confidence when you walk into the room is, I got what I got. Mm-hmm. Let's hang out. Let's have fun. Yeah. And Batch and you have that same mm-hmm. energy where you walk in, you own the room, but mm-hmm. you're also you're easy to approach because you have like a humble heart. Mm-hmm. And totally. there's nothing cooler than watching somebody on top kill it, but be like everybody else in the room. It's mm-hmm. it's inspiring. Oh, man. Thank you, brother. Uh, you know, I'm an inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> I do what I can do. I love you so much. <laughs> uh, no, no, so that so during that time when I had gone to the PR folks, they had said, No, Vine, you're on a TV show. What the hell is Vine? Blah blah blah. Yeah, they I, hate the network hated social media. Dude, I was we were walking through the mall doing a press tour for season two. As we're walking no, oh the airport. As we walk through the airport, you know those like uh, Hudson newsstands mm-hmm. or whatever? Uh there's these kids behind it, right? And we walk in and one of the dudes is freaking out. He's like and I'm like, hey, what's up, bro? And he's like, what's up, bro? And he's like, I love your shit, dude. And I was like, oh, thank you, man. And then 
the PR guy was like, see? He's like, your show is a hit. And I was like, I'm looking at this dude. And I'm like, I, I don't think he's dapping me up because of New Girl. Oh. Like, young black kid, you know what I'm saying, Corn Rose. I was like, mm. And I was like, hey, bro, let me ask you something. How do you know me? And he goes, you mean the videos with Batch, right? Wow. <laughs> it's like, you on Vine? Was that in front of the producer? In <laughs> front of the producer. You uh, Vine? In front of, in front of the, uh, the PR exec. I was like, see? <laughs> I was like, that's just from being in his videos. Mm. <laughs> I was like, imagine if I took if I took it seriously and started making more videos. Would they not allow you to do that? No, they would, but they just saw they thought it was nonsense. Mm. Because that would have been great, like to for the cast to mess around in between takes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Off, like just being on set. It would have been great. Yeah. Social media stars had this ability where they're they just for a split second, the networks were like, Whoa, these guys have a huge audience, let's give them a chance. Mm-hmm. The people that had huge audiences were not good at acting and they were divas yeah so they burnt a bad taste in their mouth when i walked in my agent was like if you mention that you're on social media they'll walk you the fuck out of the room yeah they hated us yeah hated us yeah. so i could imagine what it was like being in the network and then they're like no no don't do yeah, that yeah they're like please don't go that route yeah and i was like but, but now they're but like now like, yeah. oh shit you should have went that route <laughs> you told me not to okay. <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah i definitely did not dive into even though I was a part of that origin story of the big Viners, I never took that dive completely. Mm. I mean, I'm shooting 16 hours a day on set. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it was really, it was hard. But there were times where I want to say Fox later and later, like 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 a year later, where was asking Batch to come promote stuff mm-hmm. for different shows. You know what I mean? And oh, like yeah. pay him, pay him yep. big money to do it, like these brand deals. And I'm like. See, yeah, you could if you would have just followed the blueprint, your yeah. cast members could be as big as him. Right. But N- no, Bats now just, they look at that. Yeah, now yeah. they're like, does he have a following? Does he have an audience? Could he sell? Hmm. Uh, and I find it so funny. But also, you know, you learn when you're in this industry. Now I mm-hmm. learned stick to your gut. If it's yeah. like something you think is cool, people might catch on later. Mm. Right. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Is because it's again, it's your journey. If you like it, I look at Adam Sandler. I go. He's one of my favorites, just in general. He's like, Same. he's like, I don't want to be blasphemous, but he's like God to me. A little blasphemous. A little blasphemous. You know, I and you it. could have gone anywhere else, and I would have all you did with you, but you had to go to our Lord. He's and like Savior. our Lord Savior Jesus Christ. No. To me. <laughs> he doesn't even believe in him. Say it. I can't. He's Jesus Christ. We, all of that got cut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we agree Adam Sandler is Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, we already cut that. No. Did you like him because he would work with the ensemble that he always chose? Yes. That's what was, my dream was. Yes, he was doing his thing, what him and his friends found funny. And it and surprise, millions and hundreds of millions of other people find it funny too. Yeah. And you're like, damn, oh, I can do and he and he and he still does it. He's still he's Adam Sandler still. He's incredible. No one could say yeah. anything mm-hmm. bad about this guy. No. Yeah. I've never met anybody who's like, even if they're like, oh, I don't like his movie. I've literally heard people be like, I don't like his movie, but I love him. And it's like, I don't even know how that's even possible. Yeah. Like, yeah. how are you that cool of an individual? Like, his memes of him playing basketball and shit. Yeah. Uh, I, I cannot wait to meet him just because he inspired me to be real. Yeah. I picked a lot of things from people. Like I picked stuff from Eddie Murphy. I've mm-hmm. picked out uh, little things. I can't morph myself into them, but I could take characteristics yeah. that I love and see if it can implement it in my life. Right. And his was, 
I'm going to write with me and my friends, and we're going to have a great time, and I'll hand it to you. If you want it, take it. Yeah. And everybody was just snatching it out of his hands because it was gold. 100%. 100%, man. Well, how was working? Because you worked on a movie of his, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wexler? Yeah. I worked on a movie uh, called Sandy Wexler. He... Um, they cast me in it, and that was another one of those moments where I was like, almost like a teary-eyed situation mm. where I was just like, "Holy fuck, I'm about to meet." It's not even not even meet. I had met him once, and I I had to wait until we were done filming to remind him of the story. Uh, I I was walking down the street in New York with my girlfriend at the time, and I was wearing a, a laptop bag that had BET on it because I was a TV host for BET um, from 2005 till 2008. And and I'm and Adam is like at the time he's like you say our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. No, not me. That's uh, actually you. I'll remind you on Judgment Day. <laughs> and so I and so I see him and, and and I'm like freaking the fuck out. I think he's sitting down with like Kevin James and Alan Covert and like his squad. No yeah, way. That's so fucking like, with the Rat Pack dude. just in front of you, bro. I was like, this is nuts. And I'm like, I gotta go say something to him. And and I'm I'm freaking myself out, so I don't. My girlfriend <laughs> is like, just fucking just walk by and just say, hey, love your work, and then and then leave. And I was like, oh god damn it! Muster up the courage. I walk over. He's like, hey, how you doing, buddy? And I was like, hey, what's up? <laughs> well, that was a very good impression. <laughs> yeah. Yo, bro, that was fucking amazing. <laughs> he goes, hey, how you doing, buddy? I said, oh, I'm, I'm a big fan of yours, man. All of y'all. I was like, I'm I'm just. Walking by, and I just wanted to say what's up. And he goes, "Hey, have a seat, man." And we're just sitting down talking. We're sitting down having they're sitting down having a conversation. He's like, "So where are you from?" And I was like, "Oh, Chicago, Second City." And you know, I'm an improviser. He's like, "Oh, good, good, good." He's like, "I know you got the the BET bag." And I was like, "Yeah." He goes, "Oh, I'm friends with uh, Reggie, Reggie Hudlin." And at the time, Reggie Hudlin was in charge. He was the boss over there. Yeah, of course he is. Yeah, and he's like, <laughs> I was like, "So that's your friend?" I was like, "Oh, cool." That's, <laughs> That's dope. That's dope. And, and, and he was like, so one more time, what was your name? I said, Lamorne. He goes, what's your last name? I was like, Morris. And he goes, oh, I'm going to remember you, buddy. I'm going to remember Lamorne Morris. Good, good, good. And then shook their <laughs> hands, and then I walked away. And this is years later, obviously. I'm sure mm -hmm. he didn't remember me. But, I, but I'm there, and he's the, the kindest on set. When I say kindest, I'm like unreasonably nice no reason to be this nice everybody's everybody's in good spirits the same craft service guy he's been working with for over 20 years wow he's like, just the guy i'm like that's how you do it man mm -hmm. that's how you that's how you do it so every day i was on set there was was great too you dude you're I mean? like yeah i pull up the set adam's outside he's like literally meeting me by my car oh come here i want to show you uh, uh, uh quincy jones is here he's like, you gotta meet him. You gotta meet him. Does he know you could do an impression like him, like this no. good? <laughs> no, I, I'm just. I don't know if I could do an impression of him, but like, you know, I guess if. Uh, no, nah, that's good. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, but then I, I go. I sit. I'm talking with Quincy Jones, and then like Adam's there the whole time, just like, like showing me around, like letting me talk to people, and it's like, hey, you know, Arsenio, Arsenio's here too. Hey, hey, hey. I said, you got to meet this kid. You got to meet this kid. Come on, come on, come on. And I'm like, Guess he doesn't have to be this nice. Yeah. No, no need. He's running a movie right now. <laughs> he should just go keep running the movie. Instead, he's <laughs> like, like, aren't you busy? He's like, <laughs> like, How did it feel going from walking on the street and being like, hey, love work, I love your work, to on set a part of his work? Like, what does that do to your heart, dude? Man, it, honestly, it just keeps, it, it keeps reminding you that you're, you're, you're on the right path. Just keep 
keep doing what you're doing. Like, there's no need to try to, like, be extreme in any way. Just live your life. Live your life. Keep doing the things that you're doing. You know, surround yourself with the people that you love and that, you know, you know, like, just, you know, I, I don't do anything for, like, show, show. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I, I don't like tabloids. I don't need to try to, you know, date a Kardashian, you know, which would be great. If, they, <laughs> be if nice. you're going to do a shout out to a Kardashian, I'm doing a shout out to Adam Sandler. I yeah. forget the Kardashian. Yeah. <laughs> I want to meet you on the yeah. street. I don't even care if it's outside your house and I'm waving at you. Like, please, the Kardashian, what a waste of a shout out. I don't even I'm, like. I'm just saying they could really help me. Okay. <laughs> uh, About the press, right? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so I would say I don't do things to, for like that. You know what I mean? I just always, I've been lucky enough in my career and blessed enough in my career where I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm living a comfortable life that I like, that I enjoy. And obviously you want to keep doing more and doing better and doing better. But like, I don't have any weird vices. I don't have any of that stuff. You don't smoke weed at all? Sometimes to sleep. I heard. Sometimes. Well, that was edible. <laughs> God damn. No, I uh, sometimes to sleep, I'll have like a, a, a indica pen that I'll just like hit. I don't do like this. Just to relax? I'll go like this. With <laughs> just, to re- just, just to like put my brain in like a, just go to sleep. I have an addictive personality, so I no. started out like that. Mm-hmm. And then now I'm just, I smoke. Whatever, like, it's just so right bad. Now. Not right now. No, 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 no. I would never show up to work high, man. That's uh, that's actually unacceptable. Uh, just can I get my water, please? Um, dude, I wanna I wanna take a dive into your future and where do you see yourself going? Because for me, like when I got to a place in my mind where I wanted to go, everything kind of like again, I got comfortable, I got lazy, I got mm-hmm. um, a little insecure, I got yeah. scared. Um, and you just keep walking into these blessings. So if you could walk into any blessing right now, where would you picture yourself and where do you want to place yourself? Hmm. You know what's interesting is I, I enjoy the uh, I enjoy working a lot. I, I have a three year old daughter now, so oh. I, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. My name is Lily. And oh, I love that name. Yeah. Uh, that was the name of my imaginary friend when I was little. Really? Yeah. I just because uh-huh. my middle name is Lee, so mm-hmm. I was like, my imaginary name is Lily, and I just oh, love that name. Well, yeah, it's Lily. You know, and you, you'd love her. She's an exciting child. Like she's there's no there's no dull moment with her. Like she wild, and, <laughs> but also like she's like you, a prankster, like a little oh, fun. Oh my energy. god, yeah. And really? she's such a sweetheart too. Like you gotta really be able to keep up with her and. And I want to do that. So the more I'm around, the better. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Of course. So I, as much as I enjoy like traveling for work and doing all those things, what I would rather, <laughs> I don't know, where, where I see myself is maybe staying more local to a project that's in town, mm-hmm. you know, something that I've created where I can kind of build on the energy of the people that came before me, like Adam Sandler. You know what I mean? Write something and create something as dope as Liz Merriweather would do. Mm. Um, collaborate with some I of love these that. folks. You know what I yeah. mean? Where I'm in town and my daughter could be a part of that journey, as opposed for her having, as opposed to her having to leave school and travel with me to set and get tutors and do. All, I just want her to have a semi-normal, like organized, kind of structured life, and then we go have fun in the summer. You know what I mean? And 
it not be like daddy's gone all the time. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't I definitely don't want that. Yeah. You know. Especially because both of her parents are actors. You know what I mean? Like her mom's an actor and, and so there are times where she has to work and it's like, you know, I would rather be working but in town. You know what I mean? Of course. Totally. Do you want her to be a part of this industry? As much I don't, but I, I think she will be. Because she's so she, you like, could already see it on her. I can see it. Man. Yeah, I she's mean, both of her parents. Yeah, and she's got, and she's, she's got that. When I was a kid, I used to do bits. My mom would tell me, and she's like, I was always goofing off. I was always saying funny, clever things. That's my daughter, and it's and it blows my mind every time. Even if I'm mad at her, even <laughs> if I'm like, oh, she'll do it, and I have to like show her like, Daddy's upset, and I'll turn around and start laughing. Like, <laughs> This girl is good. She's good. <laughs> Damn, at three, you're like, <laughs> Damn, this girl's sharp. Like, <laughs> you know, so I'm still trying. But, it, you know, what's interesting about that is that it, 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 it's good and it's bad at times because there are times in like school where she's like, mm. Daddy thought this was funny. Let me do this bit here. And I'm like, No, 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 no. <laughs> she doesn't understand the difference yet. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, you yeah. can't. That's so funny. There was a time we were leaving the plane. Traveling with her is always a fun thing because uh, she gets rowdy on the plane sometimes. And like when the, when, when the pilots say, Put your seatbelt on, she's like, No, no, this is where I take my seatbelt off. And this is where I want to walk around. <laughs> and this is where I feel like exploring yeah, the cabin. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, baby, you got to sit your little bit. Yeah, sit right now, right now. <laughs> and then she, and then she like throw a tantrum, right? So I'm like, this one particular flight, she was an angel. I'm talking like, like perfect the whole time. We're watching a movie. We're drawing. We're coloring. She's eating everything because usually she's very picky. I'm like, oh, like <laughs> she's trying to help daddy out today. Yeah. Like this is a great flight. The flight lands. Pilots, you know how they like they greet you at the, you know the flight attendants and the pilots they greet you at the the exit. She chooses now to say, "Come on, Dad, let's go get my shit." <laughs> Aggressively loud, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, I didn't I didn't teach her that. I, was like, <laughs> I, think, I think she said ship. What did, I don't I was like so confused. I'm like holding her hand like because she's used to like get off the plane. Go to baggage claim. Like, yeah. that's our thing. Come on. Let's go get <laughs> let's get my shit. And I was like, who taught her that? <laughs> my So I, I call my sister. I tell her. And she was like, oh. She's like, my bad. No. <laughs> she, because that's how Alicia Renee, you know, I'm talking to you. How, da how my, dare you? Alicia Renee, my, my play sister, teaches her bad words. On accident. Oh, okay. <laughs> On accident. Because she'll just be like, Alicia, when she comes to the house, she's like, all right, got to go. Got to get my shit. Let's go. And then she'll leave. And mm. she'll like grab her keys. Let me get my shit and then get up and then go. That's what she says whenever she's leaving the house. And did she probably so said it with funny. emphasis because she's like, I'm going to make daddy proud right now. Yeah. yeah. Daddy, let's go. I'm going to grab my, my shit. shit. And he's just like, wow. I was like, what? She's a sponge, man. She picks yeah. up everything. Facial expressions. She picks everything. Up, oh, that, so she's born to be an actress. She's going to be a performer. She's, yeah. yeah. And so I'm like, as much as I don't want it, I, I don't want to like harness where she's, whatever she wants to do. Mm. And that, you know, I'll let her, I'll let her try it out. Yeah. Did it she change you it. having a daughter? Yeah. Because everybody says that, but what's the, why? I'm, I'm more patient now. Um, be, I, because I genuinely feel like I have to be more on top of protection with her. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm not a woman, so I don't know how to teach her 
woman stuff. So I have to do extra research and, and seek the counsel of my mom and my sister and my, the women in my life. Like, okay, how do I, in this moment, can you come and help me out? I felt like if I had a boy, I would have just been like, go, <laughs> go play. Oh, he's peeing on the street again. Good. That's my boy. That's my yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Whip that out. Let him know what time it is. Yeah. Cause a blackout in this hole. Yeah. That's my That's boy. That's my son. That's my son. Taking a get shit. your shit. Taking a shit and play around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get your shit. Yeah. Get your shit. You know, I felt like I would have been, I just wouldn't have been as hands on. Yeah. You know, and with my daughter, I, I, I'm glad I had a daughter because she, she like she like teaches you that you have to be very hands on, especially in areas of like womanhood that I don't know. So now I have to pay attention to all those things and like focus on those things. And then in your life, even if you're a single guy, you start to treat women differently. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't because you're like, like this is somebody's daughter. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm just I'm just a, I'm just a different person. You yeah, know what I, I mean? I feel you. Like choke yeah. me. Like you don't need that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's no, do no. it with the lights on and our yeah. clothes on. Eye contact. Eye contact. <laughs> Eye contact. I love you. <laughs> I love you. Dude, like, this is the worst Tinder date I've ever had. Yes. Get out. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, damn, I thought that was supposed to be respectful. <laughs> that was a different way you could be. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, can I ask you what did it feel like um did it feel like did it feel exciting dating at when you found your success was it like damn this is my time i'm gonna go and have fun or was it like stressful because you're like i don't even know if they're with me for the right reasons yeah it, it, you, you never know um i mean i'm not like dicaprio where i'm sure he has an issue you know what i'm saying but i'm like fairly known so i feel like people sometimes have ulterior motives you know what i mean so you don't really know what they are because on there are moments when you meet somebody who genuinely doesn't care about any of that. They just want to get to know you. But you've become so jaded in a way where mm -hmm. you might self-sabotage on accident because you're like looking for the yeah. like, looking for the, the mole in the room. You know what I mean? And yeah. That's a that's that's that I'm not gonna lie to you, was hard to navigate and still kinda is mm -hmm. in a way. Is that, in the is city that, too. Yeah. Is is that, that, yeah. In LA, you know. yeah. Do you date only like actors because you're like, oh, they understand my life? Because like sometimes it's a little tough to explain. No, I wouldn't even say that. I wouldn't even say that I. Well, I'm open to whatever profession you're in, but I do find that people in the entertainment space understand more when you're not available. Because there are times where you're gone and you do have to interact with other women. You do have. You, 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 you don't have time to deal with the insecurities of, yep. of you know, uh, what are you doing right now? Yeah. Who are you with? What's you the know? scene about? Yeah. Whose butt you eating? Today? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not eating butt today. <laughs> <laughs> Check the calendar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and vice versa. Advice, I'm not going to, I'm a very insecure person at one, at one point in my, like, relationships. You know what I'm saying? And it's difficult because it's like I know that I'm on set with, like, whoever I'm working with and I'm like damn that'd be dope if it went down yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. but you're like, you're like, but you can't because it's professional mm -hmm. Is there was there any uh, anybody on set of New Girl that had like romantic couple you don't have to mention who it is was there anybody like dating on set you're like damn you guys gotta be careful no 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 nobody I mean we're such a small group everybody's all married and everybody like that there was never any anything like that um uh, I'm trying to think if I, I think I dated somebody who worked at Fox before, but that's as close as we got to mm -hmm. like, uh, like cast. Mm -hmm. 
Zoe Kravitz would call me a lot um, and want to date me a lot. Um, but I was just, I didn't have the time for her. Yeah. And to this day, I, 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 I'm sorry. Baby, I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn. I will be calling you back. <laughs> I changed my number to stop you from calling me so often. <laughs> but now I'm going to call you. Hopefully your number hasn't changed. <laughs> Never met this woman in my life. <laughs> <laughs> But I fantasize. <laughs> but you never know. <laughs> <laughs> she will come to her senses one day. She's gonna see that clip and she's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah. That's not the only clip. Stalking this woman for a while. Yeah, she's yeah. like, again, again. <laughs> Which character did she play? Tell this dude to drop it. No, Zoe Kravitz was never on on New Girl. No, she's uh, she's in that. Isn't she a Marvel she's, character? Well, she's Batwoman. Catwoman, Catwoman. 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 The newest, oh, like, the new Catwoman. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're doing here. <laughs> yeah, he's he's mad cool, bro. He got a beautiful daughter. <laughs> he's successful. He's rich. He had, when he went to I go to the Celsius. bathroom. Yeah, his dick came out, and yeah. I was like, now nah, I get the confidence. Yeah. Why he books two times in the first pilot? He's right. flying on his own shit. What's up, little guy? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, holler at my boy. And at the same time, Adam, hit me up. <laughs> Again. <laughs> I'm going to meet him one day. I promise. And he's going to be on he's going to be sitting there and I'm going to be like, "Bro, you know how many times I've been talking about you?" Yeah, he's yeah. a great dude. I mean, this happened with you. Yes. I, we became friends because I literally kept posting stories of New Girl and, I was, and he was like, my guy. And I, like, I literally showed everybody in the house like, dude, dude, look. Look. Yeah, look, <laughs> look. Look. Um, thank you so much for of being course, on the show, bro. man. I, I had a really good time getting to of know course. you in a deeper way. Oh, Such a pleasure to meet you. Oh, my God. You, you, you all as well. Yeah. I, I would love to play you in basketball. If you could, you know, if you can keep up. Let's see who's going to win. Who do you put in the comment section who you have your bets on? We'll update you. That's not fair. Know this. <laughs> know this. I'm nasty. <laughs> What's yours? <laughs> Nastier. <laughs> thank you guys for watching. I'll see you guys next week. And uh, is there anything coming up that you guys want me you want me to tell them about or be excited about? You know, I actually can't promote. Oh, because of the strike. Because of the strike. But I do have a show coming out. And you can go and find it on your own. Yeah, <laughs> you still name. can't talk about it. No, can't talk about it. Mm -mm. Um, I, I don't even think I was supposed to be talking about New Girl. To be honest with you, I well, don't think no. I but you're not promoting. You know, mm. we're talking about just memories. Just the interview, yeah. Um, but no, yeah, I can't. Pro I can't tell you to go watch the show that I have coming out in November. I can't. And, and like, <laughs> it, God forbid, I would ask you what platform that would be on. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. I. I, that I actually refuse. Okay. <laughs> that I'm like, nope. But you could Google his name and, and see, check it out. How about this? When the time comes that you could, mm -hmm. we'll make like a little pit stop in this episode and I'll yes. tell everybody that's got going on. Okay. I just slur. I think I had a stroke right now. Probably. Uh, thank you for being here. Oh, man. Thank you. <laughs> thank you.